listening to The Nasty Table, the premier source for tabletop role-playing actual play. Now come on in, relax, and pull up a seat to The Nasty Table. Buford. I mean, that's the next step here is finding one of these other guys that are alive. Can build a bear. Uh. A lot of the times when we put up an ex-con looking for information on him, a lot of prisoners come forward. And then everyone's going to know what you look like. Mm-hmm. Do you get what I'm saying? Then Longo kind of steps up, takes a stand. And you can see like he looks like kind of flustered, clattering and shouting and... You know, Sergeant, 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 Sergeant. You called me for a week and I don't know. Investigators at the time of Chris Hudson's death were high. Fuck it is, I just get in the passenger seat. Yeah. I said, go, go, go. Do, the, do what you do with the lights, but don't use the lights. Okay. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I didn't tell I didn't tell any of you guys about the conversation with the lieutenant. You, yeah, yeah, no, we didn't know about it. I yeah. didn't know you were going to say anything about uh, Ricky. Yeah. I think yeah. Ray's kind of, not like happy, but he doesn't care that you showed RJ's picture because he kind of suggested it. Yeah, true. I mean, at this point, I think we're working under a... You're still the... Uh, you're still the sergeant, so it's mm-hmm. it's it's almost like a what's done is done. Got to keep going at this point. Yeah, it was it was a decision. It wasn't like the obvious choice was to not say anything. That's true. Yeah. Fuck man. Like, okay. I imagine like you guys are chasing. Meanwhile, there's like fucking elevator music in the basement as I'm just on the phone just, like, <laughs> with the fucking with the Star Tribune. Right. Dude, fucking Tyler looks good. I saw him the other day. Oh, yeah, he went to the crab thing. Yeah. He lost a lot of weight. Yeah, he looks good. Yeah. You guys got to do that crab night. Do you guys like crabs? I love crabs. It is an insane deal. I don't know how I heard you guys got, like, it was like, they were like, did you order these french fries? And you guys are like, no. And I think they, please just take it anyway. I think they give them to you to fill you up. Oh, really? Because <clears throat> fries definitely cost less than crabs, and fries are going to fill you up like crazy. But, yep. yeah, it's 30 uh, bucks, all you can eat crabs. And they were, and we thought it was going to be like, you know, like Taco Tuesday was like, you waited like 45 minutes for fucking tacos. It was just every, like, 15 minutes, like, hey, you guys want more crabs? And you just wow. kept eating crabs. I love It's a really good deal. It's fucking Tuesday. amazing. I love Taco Tuesday. <laughs> all right. Dude. What's that place going to be yeah. now? Dude. Cane's Taco Tuesday. Cane's. If you went for though. lunch, it was six ninety nine for unlimited tacos and, yeah, and the rice and the beans. Mm-hmm. Like, I will never forget $7. the absolute $7. fucking carnage that I saw Barbudo. Oh my god, he's I don't know how he did You know, that shit. I saw Vito beat him one night. Yeah, no, Vito shit. did beat him. Vito beat him one you night. You were there for that? Mm-hmm. Wow. Dude, we were all uh, yeah. Oh yeah. That was mm-hmm. uh I think it was after lacrosse. I think the most I ever oh, ate yeah. was like yeah. eight or nine, and I like totally thought I was gonna throw up when I went home, and then I shit my brains out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I can't imagine these motherfuckers eating yeah. like eighteen tacos. But like, they're the they're the ones that respect you have to finish all the rice you and heard beans it here too. first. Oh, Vito beat. He did. Andy. I could never eat here like that, first. Dude. Yeah. I'm, dude. Yeah. My little brother eats two That's burritos true. at a time it's from Chipotle. That's insane. <laughs> dude. It's sickening. He gets DoorDash, and it, and I'll see it, and I'll pick it up, and I'm like, what the fuck is in here? It's like a brick. I open it up. Two burritos, and he finishes both of them. <laughs> Chipotle burritos? Or like, yes. Oh, Chipotle burritos. Jesus. And they're like full and heavy, and yeah. he's like skinnier than me. That's, like That's two infants. 
He's literally skinnier than me. He's got like an inch or two on me, but he's skinnier than me, and he just... I can't even finish one. I remember that time that me and Will tried to both eat two Panchero's burritos, and I I almost died. I was (laughs) fucking like sick to my stomach. He just does it on the daily, and he just doesn't gain weight. I just couldn't do anything. I just had to like sit there and like try not to die. (laughs) It's fucking horrible. Dude, yeah. <laughs> it's true, though. Like, like, when you said that that was your mission. It was. <laughs> well, yeah, we, I mean, you know, the little pop-up comes up. Give me a recap of the last session, or die. Yeah, I choose time. die. Oh. Now the Gosman name's out there? Uh, Nancy? No, no, no. Oh, Lang. Lang. Yeah. You're right. Oh, you're yeah, fucking yeah, right. Yeah. We should... Yeah. That's good, good call. Point. Yeah. Mm, well, you're, you have a radio. Yeah, thanks we for... We don't have a radio. Metagaming. No, <laughs> you you care about Lang more than anybody. No, I'm saying uh, yes, but you like, little, thank you, you for bringing this up out of session Lang. so oh, yeah. we can do it in session because I was like, oh my god, Lang's, Lang's your responsibility. <laughs> Word. <laughs> I'll never forget. Uh, what's wrong with you, boy? <laughs> I want to try double coffee. <laughs> I was pouring making, coffee I was making, in the coffee. I was making coffee the other day. I was like, should I try it or is it going to fuck up my coffee? Oh, my coffee, no. So, with three fourths of the VCU in a parking lot next to some coffee shop and the sole sergeant. That's an awfully hot. <laughs> Why did I think the same thing right before you said that? The sole sergeant in the violent crimes unit itself. Preparing to make a phone call, or probably at this time you have made that phone call. I want to ask first, Roy, what do you want to do? Um, I made the phone call already. So they're just like just now the reporters are leaving. We're kind of back in time a little bit. Okay, yeah, I want to walk. Um, so I just finished talking to the lieutenant, and the lieutenant's like, "Get on the phone and figure that out." Yeah. So I like I walk and I like kind of I know I'm behind the podium and down at this point, but I, I look back and I. What's the crowd look like? I want to take. Well, you kind of walked inside the PD. Now you're like looking out in through the glass. Oh, sure, yeah. And I mean, you see them. Most of the reporters are still staying around, like copying down notes. Some of them are talking amongst themselves, but mm-hmm. nothing super suspicious. You know what I do? I go. I go back out, and I pull out my pictures of all the pictures that I mentioned, and I hand them to uh, whatever officer was right next to me mm-hmm. um, just to distribute okay so and he gives you a nod and he, he says he will cool and then i walk back in okay. we distribute as in like they just take pictures and <clears throat> give them back i just want copies yeah yeah they, okay, they can take yeah. copies we need the yeah, originals yeah. so yeah and i walk back inside and walk downstairs and i'm i, I imagine i'm kind of walking with the lieutenant mm-hmm. maybe yeah how does he seem on edge yeah other than that how do you think it went As good as it could be, I guess. It wasn't wasn't terrible. You see see that uh so we gotta check in about that Mike McAllister. Yeah, I don't know what this means. Very curious about how he learned that information. Find out if he actually works at the Tribune, Minneapolis Tribune. Find out if he was sent here today. Find out, you know, as much as you can. Give him a phone call. Will do. Okay. In the meantime, do you want to keep Nancy where she is now, or you want to put her in a holding cell? Wherever's comfortable. She's very, very pregnant. Um, is the, would the holding cell... I know it's the lesser of two evils, kind of, but like, would the holding cell be more comfortable? There's a cot in there, at least. She can lie down. Yeah, let's put her in there. 
I'll call some EMTs over just to stay stationed just in case. Sure. All right. Get to it. And he walks away. All right. Yeah, I go, I go to uh, walk down and get the, instantly pick up the phone. Mm-hmm. And I call the Minneapolis Tribune. Yeah, and you would have that number probably would be easy enough to find. Mm-hmm. And someone picks up. Minneapolis Tribune. Hi, this is a uh, Sergeant Roy McNeil from uh, Linwood Falls Police Department. Uh, wondering if I could speak to uh, Mike McAllister. Uh, unfortunately, Mr. McAllister isn't in the office today. Oh, I see. Uh, can I can I get his hours of operation? Uh, well, he is currently operating now. They have him out taking a statement from a press statement. Okay. How long has he been working there, if I could ask? Is this in relation to an open case? No. No, this isn't. Um, Unfortunately, I, I can't disclose that information. Unless it's related to an open case? Is it related to an open case? Currently, no, it's not. So, you won't be able to provide how long he's been an employee of yours? No, I don't think I'm able to disclose that information to you. Thank you. I'm going to hang up. Okay. I'm not... They already know (laughs) too much. I'm not recognizing you. Yeah. Anything else that you do? Um, shit, all right. I go, uh, I'll go tell the lieutenant. Okay. For him, yeah. I'll just walk up, knock on the door. Well, at this point, he's kind of like walking Nancy over to a holding cell. Oh, okay, that's nice. As he's walking, I'll just tell him. <clears throat> Lieutenant, they don't want, they, they're not going to give us anything unless we give them something. And we shouldn't, you know, I think we can sit on it a little bit. No, it's fine. Don't go. I don't really think that it's that important where he works anyway. It's a guy that has information on the case. That's exactly. all we really need to know. Yep. Okay. That's it? Yeah. So, my friends in the parking lot, you, Ray, are currently being kind of chauffeured around by a random patrol officer of the day shift. You two pull in and park, correct? Mm-hmm. Caleb and Jerry? Yep. So you guys see this car that's parked, this beige, tan, Oldsmobile, and a man steps out of it. Ray, you're just having this guy just kind of draw, like, do a lap around? Um. Because you kind of turn back, and at this point you see Caleb and Jerry. So I see them. Their car, at least. Okay. So I would assume that when we pulled into the lot, I just want to have a short conversation with this guy now that it's, like, laid low. Mm-hmm. What's your name, son? Middleton. Bill. Bill Middleton. Bill Middleton. All right. No, I'm Ray. I know who you are. Yeah. Um, uh, th- thank you for this. Um, th- that, that guy, he was at the press conference. And, um, you know, on this case we've been working on, he, he, he said something that we never released. Um, but I just saw my... Uh, my colleagues pulling the lot, so what I'm going to ask you to do is just exit the lot for me. Right when we get out, I'm going to exit the vehicle, and I'm going to uh, go and meet back up with them. You go back to the station or get on the radio or whatever, and you tell them uh, exactly what just happened and where we are right now, all right? Okay, all and right. Another thing, um, sorry, I'm a, I'm a little frazzled. Uh, Lang, Aaron Lang, 
Okay. Tell tell him to bring that girl to the station, like like now, like right now. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. And he turns out, and he's like about to leave the lot. Kind of slows down a little bit before he makes his turn. Yeah, and I like get, make sure I'm getting on the far side, mm-hmm. and uh, not kind of just like being real shady mm-hmm. kind of behind cars, and I just go right up to their car, dip back out, just dip right in the back seat. Or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> the back seat door opens, and Ray jumps in. Who the fuck is so, that? <laughs> pull my gun. You can clear leather. Uh, yeah, I take. <laughs> you're like a platypus. Harry <laughs> <laughs> the platypus. <laughs> fuck. Um, uh, Lang was originally a day ship guy, right? Yeah. So we assume these guys know each other. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Roy, back at the station after Longo <laughs> sets her up in a holding cell, you two are walking back, and a day chef guy comes up to you and says, uh, "Radio is for you, Sergeant." I grab it. I'm looking for Sergeant McNeil. This is McNeil. Detective Hoyt, along with the other two detectives from your unit, uh, seem to be in pursuit of someone of interest. They're at a coffee shop two blocks to the west. They wanted me to keep you updated on that as well. They've told me to request that Aaron Lang bring that girl back to the station. Thank you. Over and out. I switch over to Lang's channel. Yep. Lang, do you copy? It's quiet. Lang. Oh. Lang, this is Sergeant Roy McNeil. Oh. Hey, Sarge. <laughs> oh, you fucker. Oh. I thought he was going to be like, sorry, Hello, she's... Hello, McNeil. <laughs> or it's like, la, la. Yeah, something like that. You just hear fucking noises of like throats being ripped out of bodies and shit. Joe can't wait to do that. Joe is so fucking excited to do that over the radio. Hear fucking chainsaws and fucking drills. (laughs) She's got my hair and bows and and pigtails. Come on. What can I do you for, Sarge? You're a good man, Lang. Let's get you and the girl back to the station ASAP. 10-4 and route. Copy that over. And I. Okay. So I'll radio into. I don't know what car they took. I'll try to radio into both of their cars. You guys are probably on the same channel. Oh, okay. So yeah. if you set it to one channel, it'll probably call all the cars. Sure. In your unit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'll give it a call and they don't they don't get back to me. Nope. So, okay, fuck. Alright, I get, I get out and I get in my. I get on my horse. Not playing. <laughs> I get your in car, my private. Car. His car. His personal. I get in my personal car as well. Okay. And I head over to the shop. All right. So at this point, what are you guys doing? The Watching you this guy. Car. He's out of his car, just standing there. No, he. So he gets out, and it looks like he's starpedish. Oh, sorry, sorry. You're describing the seat. Yeah. <laughs> looks like he's. He gets out. He goes in his back seat, pulls out a couple bags, and starts walking towards the front door of the coffee shop. What kind of bags are you They look like not. Almost like courier bags. There's two of them. They're pretty thick. How big are recorders these days? Maybe about the size of like a like a reel to reel recorder would be like the size of like a large dictionary. Anything like, I just saw at the conference. Those ones would probably be about the size of like a like a tall boy. Okay. Okay. <laughs> he's he's got two big bags. Do they look like 
there's like a lot of shit in them or does it just like roll is that a lot of shit check <laughs> and he didn't have these at all uh when i was telling him he right? had the one oh, okay. roll search um 31 and a 51 more likely than not the biggest one is a typewriter okay all right so he walks into a coffee shop <sighs> busting the car He, it looks like he's got like a typewriter with him. Um, Could you be? You want to get over there? Check his back seat. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll snoop around. Let me. Uh, we busting in there though. We got. Mm -hmm. We got to go talk to him. Yeah. Hold well, on. I think we have grounds to like detain him. Yeah. Well, no. Absolutely. The fuck not. Why not? I think this is that he broke the law, right? What law did he break? He. That I. He didn't break the law. He has this information. And I assume he can only have obtained it illegally. Yes. But not him committing a crime. Strictly. Yes, he could have broken into the police department. Stole the secret records. Mm -hmm. But the more likely answer... Someone told him. Somebody told him. Yeah, that's not enough to bring somebody in full. Not him. Okay. Okay. You're... I don't know how much he wants to give away, but you're still like half a reporter. You want to go in there? Try to just talk to him. It's three versus one. I'm saying, I'm saying, just you. Still act like that reporter. Oh. What, what do you want me to say? What, where, where did? You, how do you know that? How do you know that? I'm trying to get leads too. I, I don't know what. I don't know what to do other than just beat the shit out of this guy, so he can't write anything up on this. I, he's. <laughs> Uh, I could just go in there and be an angry reporter. <laughs> I don't fucking know, man. We gotta do something fast, though. I just try to get down to it. Say, or we could just wait till he comes out. Maybe you act like you knew too. So did you get that shit from Frank? <laughs> Me too. Take a shot at dark on names. I don't know. Give him something to see if he'll. Be more willing to talk to a reporter than cops. Alright, fuck. Yeah, I'll, I'll go in. Yeah, fuck. Because if we can't take him back to the station now... Roy, you pull up. Do I see you Jerry's, see Jerry's car? car? <laughs> um... Uh, okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll park, like, at a distance and walk into, walk into his car. <laughs> Everyone's just getting in my car yeah. like a drug deal. I'm gonna go take us around the back real quick and bring us back. Alright, get the fuck out. I walk in, step in, my tie's a little undid now. We're after Mr. McCallicus. I gotta go. <laughs> he runs into the coffee shop. <laughs> how do you pronounce your last name? How do you pronounce it? Can you tell me how you pronounce it? Alright, good. Wait, I got it. He runs back out of the car. I, uh, we're after Mr. McAllister. Yeah, he's, uh, he's in this coffee shop. He just went in there with, a like, a typewriter and some, some of his equipment. He's probably gonna write something up. Uh, Sorry. I don't know. I could go in there and talk to him, <laughs> or we could wait until he comes out. We'll just confront him. Confront him all. I mean, 
we don't have to detain him, but there's no reason we can't very intimidatingly ask him how the fuck he knows that. I, turn, I, I can give around. it a shot first. My only, my only thought is he's a reporter. He knows his rights. He knows his laws. He knows what he has to give away to police. Which does remind you, Roy, of your conversation only several moments ago. Over the phone. I spoke over the phone with uh, the Tribune. And... Um, I asked, this is definitely an employee of the Tribune, and they... <clears throat> I tried to figure out any, any kind of information about him that I could, but they didn't want to give me anything unless I gave I gave them something. Um, first of all, Jerry wants to turn around. What happened? You went against what we planned I, I mean I'm not trying to give you any slack but I spoke with the lieutenant and I don't know he made a good point you know releasing RJ's info out there yes it's a risk and yes Dan Winters is going to know about this but this can help us move forward. Yeah, I think... And fuck um, Dan Winters. Yeah. Um, Minneapolis just Tribune. Just, just... Minneapolis Tribune? It, it was... It, it had to be Dan Winters, right? That that tipped it off, right? It likely was some someone on his side. I mean, why, why do that besides to point out that it's an incompetent department? A department that anything that we give out RJ, this Bobby is bullshit. We don't know what we're doing. It could be his play. That's right. I just, I think we need to be careful. The last time they were ahead of us, which I think we're on some even ground now, they got us in that locker. Got that kid killed. They know where we're at now. And we got him in a coffee shop right now, in public. That ain't no storage unit. What Why? Are we, do about it? we can do something. We. What is suspicious about us walking in and saying, "Where'd you get that information from?" There's nothing suspicious about that. What's suspicious is that this fucker came in and clearly got information from a source that we're unaware of. What's stopping him from getting up and walking out? Of this co coffee shop? Getting up, walking out, and we question him. Driving back to the... Whatever fucking paper he works for. And closing the door on our asses. That's why we gotta get him... Now. We can't lose this guy. We're not even on his tail. We're right there. We gotta talk to him in some way. And I'm open to options. You want me to go in there? Still got that disguise? I can. I just don't know what the fuck he will. Anybody get a lock picking? How do you know? Is Look, this, I think something right now training that you can take during a vignette. I don't know if I already did everyone's it. on board with this, but we gotta play the cards we've been dealt. We might just want to prevent this from getting out. 
more so than get to the root cause of it. If somebody's going in there and trying to talk to him, should we maybe somebody get in his car? Look through his shit. I don't think he locked it. I just got into my car using the coat hanger in a couple seconds. So I'm saying Would I be if... able to do that again to this car? I'd have you roll for it, but <laughs> okay. yeah. We can't get into his car. This, this guy's doing his job. Yeah. We can't break into his car. Anybody want to try to distract him? Somebody nab his shit? Look. I don't think it's a bad fucking idea, to be honest. Grab that bag that we don't think's a typewriter. Grab his shit and look through his shit? Grab his shit and throw it in the river. That's he's, he's still We'd have it. to bully him pretty bad to do that. What's stopping us from talking to him? What's stopping... Right. You said this is more about stopping the source oh, than no, learning I, from it. Oh, no. I don't think it's more or less anything. I just said... We need to play the cards that we've been dealt right now, and it's we don't have a, a very good hand. I'm just saying, we walk in there, we lose everything, all elements surprise we just had. We don't have a good hand. We what do we have? To, we have nothing to lose. He's a reporter. Rice still looks like a reporter. That guy thought he was a reporter at the conference. It's my only thought. I don't know if he's going to be willing to just give information to another reporter. That could be nothing. I'll yeah, go in I there. Fuck it. And I get out it. the car. I, I, I go. I get got, out of the car? Yeah, I just get my disguise back on. I got my camera. I got my pass out. You ripped that mustache off. It's sitting in a, in a black snowbank somewhere. Yeah, it's mm -hmm. fine. Did you pick it back up mustache after you ripped cool. it off? Yeah. It's a little wet, but you put it back on. The Superman cape. <laughs> you ripped it off, dropped it, and then went, wait, let me get that <laughs> You put it back on, put on the disguise. Yeah. Okay. Car door's still open. What do you do? Going in. I shut the door. You guys see Ray start making his way towards the coffee shop. I mean, what do you want to do? Just walk in there and bully him? I think we let Ray talk to him and see if there's anything we can get. Yeah, yeah. Do you... So you're suggesting breaking into his things? I don't give a shit what you do. I'm just going to talk to Is there glass him. windows in the front yeah. of this cafe? No. Not enough that you can see in. <clears throat> it's kind of like those windows, kind of like... Think about like an old Irish pub, mm -hmm. where it's like a lot of like framing and like smaller oval windows that kind of mm -hmm. sit in. You make your way in? Do we pass his car in? No, it's kind of off to the right. All right, like well, while, while I fix my disguise, I take the long way around, and with my camera, I snap a picture of his the back of his car, his tag, and then, you know, make my okay. call. All right, there's nothing in, like, the back seat that's completely, like, oh, my God, like, super noticeable. Yeah, it to was you. more just as a ID reference. Okay. Make your way in? Yes. Simple coffee shop that's kind of set up there. It looks like there's like a small little like coffee bar that's set up there, but also a lot of booths that are kind of scattered about. If you make your way in, there's a hostess table that no one's really standing at right now. But if you look over to your left, you can see him sitting in a booth, this Mike McAllister figure, across from a woman. Looks like they're talking. He has the typewriter set up on the table and it looks like he is writing something. I go to the counter order my coffee. Okay. 
get a large, nice, nice big coffee. Um, and it's a venti, but all right. <laughs> no way, they were calling it ventis in the seventies. No, um, and I go put my stuff down. Is that so? That table's kind of in earshot of them, I presume. Is what that why you described that one? <laughs> what table? The the hostess table. Like no, it's just like right when you walk in. Oh, okay. So is there a table relatively within? Like one or two of them. There's booths, so it's just like booths that line the walls, and then this bar that's kind of at the center. So there's no like freestanding tables. If you sit at the bar on the very leftward side, you may be able to pick up some. Yeah, I want to. Here's what I want. If if that's go what ahead. I, I want to say, I order my drink and then I you know go get a, a napkin, a little stirring straw, go to the bathroom, walk around and see kind of like where where should I. Sit together. The best and you place f- to sit. Yeah, you find I find the bar, mm-hmm. and then I'll I'll put my stuff there, mm-hmm. grab my coffee, and then sit down. Yep. And you sit down. And you're kind of within earshot, but roll alertness. Thirty six on a seventy one. Let's go. The woman says, and you know he was a good kid. He didn't have a lot of friends, sure, but he was a hard worker. He wanted to go to college, and we had money set aside for him. And this Mike guy's typing as she talks. And uh, he was interested in school subjects. You know, what, what kind of things? Was he a science kid, history kid? She says, well, he was really interested in, in uh, English. He wanted to, you know, study literature and, and at college. Starts typing a little bit more. Then they're quiet for a couple seconds. And so have the police reached out to you, you know, any information about the case or asked you about anything. She says, yeah, I did speak to someone there and, you know, they told me they were looking into it, asked me for some details, but other than that, I haven't really heard from them. He goes, interesting, interesting, okay. Anything that you want to say to our readers? She says, I just want them to know that, you know, Chris was a good kid and he had a lot of life to live and I don't know why why it happened like this and he tick tack 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 on the typewriter alright well Mrs. Hudson if you just want to sit for a while and just finish our coffees I don't mind I don't have anything else planned she says okay they're quiet I want to finish my coffee and leave. Finish your coffee and leave? Yeah. Okay. You guys see Ray, who's in there for maybe about 10, 12 minutes, come back out the front door. I... (laughs) Within, like, I I don't see them, like, as I'm getting up, they still are, like, Definitely sitting there for a while. Yeah, it seems like they're going to be there for a little bit. Okay. I go back to the car. Ray gets in the back seat. Um, I get that. Well, I can't. I can't want to ask now, but that that was pretty genuine. Chris's mom. You've never course, seen her before. I mean, the like uh, the, from what I. I didn't, I didn't if you want to roll, roll if you can roll. I? Yeah, can yeah, I go late roll? Yeah. You know, like the inflection. And, you yeah. Know. Uh, on it. What? What am I? Human intelligence. 
44 on a 63. Absolutely. Okay. Um, so I go to, go to the car. Uh, he's he's he was in there. Uh, Chris's mom. Uh, it was definitely her. She was. It's a shame Chris died. He was he sounded like a good kid. Um, you know they had a lot going for him. Um, but you know we could kind of. I could see how. This piece is not going to. Put the LFVCU in a favorable light. Not that that's the number one priority of this ordeal. Uh, just something to think about. But I, I, I can't, I can't ask him that with Chris's mom there. No, I'm, I'm not, I don't want to do that. We, we fucked her, her up way too much already. I mean, I I feel crazy enough. Legitimately, I, as soon as he gets to pull that, I'll jump in front of his fucking car, and I'm just gonna ask him as a crazed reporter, "How the fuck did you know that?" I could tell him I got a buddy that works for the LFVCU, and I knew that, and no one was supposed to know that. What's the difference? I don't hate the play. Yeah, I agree. Besides going up there and asking them, the four of us, that, and I don't think that's going to work out. All right, cool. Yeah, I'm going to go I'm stand by the that. fucking entrance and look like a crazy man, because that's what I feel like right now. I just get out the car. Fair enough. So, a couple minutes pass. If there's like a bike rack, kind of like, just let a cig up by it. Mm-hmm. Just pacing. Leaning up against it, pacing back and forth. Uh, the front door opens and out walks this man. And the woman that he was speaking to, they say some pleasantries, some goodbyes. He lights up a cigarette and she walks down the stairs and makes her way into the parking lot. And he's kind of standing there and just like smoking a cigarette, looking around. He's got like a notepad and it looks like he's flipping through some notes. Anyone around? Like, no. And I'm like trying to like dishevel myself up, kind of. Mm-hmm. Um, and I start walking towards him. Uh, excuse me, uh, um, um, M- M- Mike, Mike, is it? M- yeah. Mike? Um, you, you, you were at the, the press conference, correct? I was. Um, I, I, I just, I just want to ask you, um, I, I, I'm from the Limwood Times. Um, I have a friend that works on the police force. Um, he told me piece of information um, that you you brought up in questioning and uh, I'm not asking you where your leads are or any of that bullshit I he told me that no one no one was supposed to know about this piece of information that you you asked about them um, the, the, the the getting high how do you figure what do you? What, um, what do you? How do I figure? I'm no, taking his do, word. No. How do you? How does this guy think that it's not? That no one knows about it. I'm. I'm saying. It was not a released document to the public. You have a friend. In the PD. 
Did he give you that information? Did a friend in the PD give you that information? Yes. What are you asking? You're telling me that your source said that it wasn't supposed to get out. You got that information. There's tons of sources in there. Okay. That's all. Then what times you said, right? I start walking away. Start walking away? Yeah. Uh, I said that's all and I start walking away. Yeah. He says and that. I'm like, and, and I'm like... He said that to like the back of your head. Yeah. yeah. Then what times? And, and I keep walking away. You're still walking away. Yeah. He just kind of shakes his head and goes back to his cigarette. Doesn't say anything else. Well, he proceeds to walk <laughs> to the car with like no, four no, no, people. No, in no, it. no, no I, I walk like out the, the front entrance. Okay, yeah. All right. so. you guys see Ray walk out. Is he walking away from the car? Are you? I I, I walked out like the front end. I'm just like walking down the street. Yeah, yeah. So he like makes like up <laughs> towards the PD or away from the PD. I guess towards. Okay, all right. You guys see that? What are you doing? He's. This guy has this conversation with you, and then you walk away, and then you're walking up the street. It's a fair. Still playing the part. I'm imagining like yeah. this place, like being on the side of like the pike, like, yeah. big highway <laughs> so, type thing, and you just like. No, it's walk. like it's like a downtown area. It's like I mean, a downtown. I think it could area. still make sense though. You were a reporter. You walked over here. You left your car there, and you're going back to get your car. I I want to wait until. So this guy is, isn't getting back into his car. Finishes his cigarette. If you wait a minute to starts making his way back to his car, we should follow him home. You want what? At least one of us should follow him home. Yes. Is that legal? No, I know what he's going to say. Yeah. Mike Finn. It's uh, twelve o'clock on a work day. He's just going to head back to work. Is that what you're going to say? No, fuck. What were you going to say? It's currently twelve forty-five. 15 minutes before Al Duke is supposed to arrive. Oh, shit. <laughs> Do I know where the Tribune's at? You've probably never been there, but you could probably find an address. Uh, but it would take longer than 15 minutes to find it and get there. To find it and get there? Yeah. Minneapolis Tribune. Oh. Minneapolis. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, we should go see Al. Vroom, vroom. Start the car up. Put it in reverse. All right. Do you wait for him to leave, or do you leave before he leaves? Me? Leave before okay. he leaves. Okay. And you make your way out. And you see... I pick up my friend You see Ray walking road. on the side of the road, like the end of the Incredible Hulk, where he's like sticking his finger out, hitchhiking. Do you get in with them when they drive past and kind of slow down, or do you just keep walking? Oh, uh, yeah, I jump in. Okay. <laughs> trying to think, but, well, yeah, he didn't leave yet, so... Okay, we keep going. Back to the station. Anything? No, that shit's fucked, man. What do you say? He's just like me. What do you mean? It was stupid. I had. I, well, my cover was his cover. It's the same shit, right? What do you say? He's got. He knows someone. That's he know, it. He knows someone where? How the fuck? Did he say where the person <laughs> was from? It, he's got a buddy. It's the same way I have a buddy. I can't deduce anything. We can deduce that, yeah, someone's talking. 
Well, we already know someone's talking because we're the ones fucking talking. You see what I'm saying? I, I didn't... I Sorry, sorry. I didn't know if he's told you a apartment here or there. If he was talking about Linwood or Minneapolis or... I don't know. No, he's... Come on, come on. These guys are fucking... He's not stupid. He knows something's up. Yeah. I didn't see what he's writing in his little pad when I was leaving, but come on. Everything's spooking him. He probably knows y'all were fucking sitting there. We were all there. He probably knows people were telling him. Who the fuck knows? I don't know. I'm a little pissed off, but we gotta roll with it. Uh, he's probably gonna call and check up on the uh, Linwood Times, so we might want to... I have no fucking idea. Who gives a shit at this point? Yeah, just saying. We know we got talkers, though. Somewhere. Looks like we gotta cut our circle even shorter. Can we not follow this thing? How many people see reports? Does everybody in the PD see these reports? We can find who saw the report that stated that we got high. It's we one piece of paper. It's how many detectives that interviewed us? Two other ones besides Longo? Hopefully. Who filed this thing? How many people were at the scene? It could be ten people, right? Max? You guys pull up into the PD. At this point, all the reporters are gone, and it looks like that some of the patrol guys are, like, setting the chairs back up. Like, taking them down and bringing them back inside. Um, before I go inside, <clears throat> I want to take my mustache, hat, um, and that shirt, and, um, get a little gas tank out of my personal... And pour it on it and just burn it real quick and say, "Hey, I'm I'm that this guy is never happening again. Fuck, fuck that guy." <laughs> kind of like made, <laughs> like in the, in the parking lot, like off on like one of the far fences, like kind of move a little bit of the snow to the side and like throw it on top, chuck yeah. some gas on it, burn it. Standing around, just kind of talking as it like slowly burns, and it's not super obvious. Like it's not like you know, oh my god, there's a fire, but like you guys are just standing around talking. I guess head back into the PD. Yeah, is uh, is Lang's car out here? Yeah, it seems like you can see his patrol car. Cool. Yeah, let's uh, let's walk in. Check it out. Okay. Walking in at this point, it's like twelve fifty, twelve fifty three. Okay. Uh, you see Lang kind of sitting in the lobby, and Laura is there, and they're they look like they're talking, and Aaron Lang's hair has multiple little clip-on bows that are kind of in his hair. He looks up at you as you guys come in. Quickly removes the bows out of his hair and straightens his hair up. Sergeant. How you doing? Hey, Lang. Uh, hey, Laura. Remember she, me? She kind of like looks up and like smiles. All right, yeah. Uh, how'd it go over there to Lang? All is quiet on the Western Front, Sarge. Love to hear it. Look, we gotta we have a meeting in about five five minutes. Um, you alright hanging here and then we can talk later? Yeah, you got it. Beautiful. Thank you. Uh are we down are we I guess head back down to uh the VCU. 
You walk down. You guys walk down and see Longo sitting on one of the desks, like, just, like, leaning on it, just, like, deep in thought, kind of, like, looking off into the corner of the room. You guys kind of come into view. Don't He doesn't immediately look up, but as you guys make, like, that final step up, he, like, looks over. Hi, Lieutenant. How you doing? Can I find the report? Yeah. Do you know who who filed it, who went through this? The only people that I know that had access to the document are us in this room, Captain Galloway, the chief, all the people who were there from night shift, the patrol officers, and then anyone else on the VCU. Trust everybody above you? He kind of looks towards Roy. I don't know. Does that include the day shift, Lieutenant? Day shift VCU? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was here. I mean, truthfully, anyone could have come down here. Investigative could have come down here, but I'm saying that knew that it existed, I guess. I I, I don't know. I'm, I'm at a loss. I think somebody that has a uh, tie to a reporter like that, uh, somebody's been in Minneapolis. I don't know. Why would a guy that spent his life in Linwood have any type of connection? Look, I'm not going to dance around it with you, but I'm sure that there are plenty of guys in the department that would talk to a reporter for some extra dollars. So you think he came around here before? I don't know. I have no idea. You don't think Hodgins ever talked to him? No, not Hodgins. Not on an unofficial basis. And no one that was... We rolled for it, right? No one that was in the crowd when that was asked. Like, that that didn't, like, arouse any weird reactions. What, the, the they were getting high thing? Yeah. Yeah, you guys didn't roll on that, but yeah, there was like murmurs in the crowd at that time as if it wasn't like common knowledge. We rolled on the RJ, him revealing RJ. What do you think this says for us? It says that we got to treat this the same way that we treated the autopsy of that girl. From now on, nothing leaves your personal hands. Do you disagree? No. All right, well. Copy that. If, uh, if that's how we're doing this now, then uh, I guess I'll inform you that. I hit up my camera. Uh, we've been doing that this whole investigation. To protect yourself from who? Whoever the fuck wants Lawman dead. Alright. Look, I don't care. This isn't that important, okay? It's not case-breaking, but we have a leak somewhere. Just be careful. We were already careful to begin with, so I don't really think that this changes much. Just tread carefully. If we all know about this now, if he's, he's still in here. No. Um... Maybe you can help us get these developed under the table. We have uh, we have somebody helping us with that already. Yeah, I mean, if you guys have pictures that you need developed that aren't good to be sent to Minneapolis, find somebody. Seriously. We have uh, yeah. David Jones. Out of character. David Jones said he would develop them for us. Didn't you bully him or something? David Jones? I would never bully David Jones. What bully. happened with that? Didn't he, he bully? the thing about his number, asking him for his number. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, you want to get a beer sometime? And you were like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, yeah, we rolled on luck to see if Davy Jones does it in his free time. Yeah. Yeah, no. I mean, I can try and vet somebody from investigative, but at this point, I mean, what is the circle? I think the tightest circle is us five. And beyond that is a risk in itself, to be honest. You can't keep it this tight. You need to rely on some people for some stuff at some point. 
Well, I'd say Davey is kind of in the circle. Yeah, know? he already implicated himself. He knows a lot more than a lot true. of people do. Davey Jones, yes. Anybody so you know that knows him? Tight eye on him? Anybody that knows Greek? <laughs> Nobody here. I know a guy, um... Alex. <laughs> Look, all I'm saying is don't trust nobody, but vet the people that you do trust. Because you cannot get through this on, the, on, on, your, on your own. You can't. Copy that. Patrol officer makes his way down, looks towards the four of you and says, There's a uh, Albert Duke here to see Roy. Yeah, uh... Yeah, bring him on down. Sure. Can I bring out the uh, the file on RJ? Yeah. Case file. So that patrol officer goes back up, and stepping down the stairs, you see this guy. Heavy set, bald. He's wearing a white dress shirt and, like, blue slacks, and he's got it, like, tucked in, but he's not wearing a belt. And he's got a pair of aviators that are kind of hanging on his, his collar with, like, the first two buttons unbuttoned. He walks down and looks around. Yeah, I I walk up and approach him, and uh, I'm like, "Hey, how you doing? I'm I'm a Sergeant Roy McNeil." Shakes your hand. Yeah, Sergeant Duke. Uh, yeah, we spoke over the phone, um, very very briefly, um, but just to introduce you to the team, very very quickly, this is uh, Detective Roy, uh, Ray. Um, we have Detective Jerry here and Detective Caleb. So, uh, what are you? Uh... <laughs> What are you looking into here? We had a few questions. And he uh, kind of, like, doesn't ask to sit down, but, like, pulls a chair out and sits down. R.J. Quinnen. He has uh, an arrest report, but it's very vague. It's very... Some spots are even empty. And, um, you know, we know you were... You've had your own uh, history with him and are responsible for this as well. So, if we could get any insight, we'd appreciate it. Yeah, I uh, caught in on the radio on the way over here they're talking about it Ronald Jordan Quinnen yeah so I mean this is going back a while here guys and you know I apologize if I can't remember all the details here but there was this drug and gun distribution syndicate that we found after there was a bust on some uh, child predators over in Minneapolis so, sorry, um, what year did this all, like, start? Jeez, I want to say 56. Uh, you're saying predator as in physical acts against children? Yeah, yeah, this was, uh, this was particularly violent. Uh, a couple cases of abduction. Abduction? Uh, any murders? No, we didn't get any murders. We actually busted them on drugs, and then we found out a little bit more. Uh, but the point of this is that one of those uh, arrested guys incriminated this this Ronald Jordan Quinn. And he said he was a drug dealer for them. So I started looking into it. And I was a detective at the time. See, I, I was frustrated because there were orders from up top to drop it. And I always thought it was weird. We were mounting this big, big case. You know, and they pulled the plug. Just said make it a drug charge on this Ronald guy. We had it tied to guys in Chicago. Drug runners. Drug smugglers. Uh, people trafficking guns. We had some evidence of human trafficking that might have been taking place. 
two informants that we had, they said that guys involved were transporting people in horse trailers. It was rumors, but I never got to dig into it. Which guy involved was this? Sorry, you could clarify. Well, it was a big ring. Mm -hmm. Last time that I had leads on this, I was following this guy named um, Malaki, Chris Malaki. And this was, like I said, six years ago, so I, I don't really remember a lot of the details here. Do you happen to know who, uh, you said there was uh, somebody in the ring that uh, ratted on RJ? Yeah, I don't remember his name. No, uh, no Sean's in this case? Sean... Maybe. Uh, it doesn't really stick out. If it was, he wasn't one of the key players here. How about Adonis? Adonis. Iadonis. Greek. Was there a Greek fella? No. I mean, this was a lot of people, a lot of names. We're not talking about, you know. And this Ronald guy, I don't think that he was too deep involved in it. It was just going off of connections that he had. The guy that routed, what did he end up getting? Uh, we, we lightened his sentence because he wasn't one of the violent offenders. Ended up getting out of jail soon after that? Yeah, I mean, he still served a decent amount of time. I think he ended up serving three or four years. What was he in for? Uh, mostly it was the, the drug possession. Nothing with children on him? No, this like I said, this guy wasn't one of the violent offenders. Yeah, all right, so you were uh, you were following this Chris. Yeah. And you were following him on gun charges. Yeah, this was uh, distributing guns. Uh, they had a they had a syndicate coming out of Chicago. You said horse trailers. Do you know anything more on that? Yeah, like I said, I mean this was right near the end when they pulled the plug on it. So I got two eyewitnesses. Do you know where they were coming in and out of? No, I around don't. The area? Again, like I said, it's just this this rumor that I hmm. was starting to follow, but. You know, it kind of was a tiered level investigation where we started on the drugs, got to the guns, and then it started dipping into possible human trafficking. Mm. And that's where I really, really wanted to start, you know, mounting a huge case. And I think because it got a little bit more involved that, I don't know, listen, all I'm saying is I'm not going to tell you not to look into this because, God, I want someone to look into this, but somebody doesn't want this case to exist. I'm just saying be careful where you step. Thank you. Were there any... Uh instances where you where your team was not careful and uh, you saw what they could do no no I followed orders but I can't shake the feeling that if I didn't it would have ended up differently and I wouldn't be a sergeant right now I would be in a box I hope I can count on your discretion on this likewise sergeant so you were following Chris Malaki uh out of these horse trailers. You get any kind of tracking on these trailers where they were coming from? We didn't from? even see them. It was just a rumor. That where did the rumor come from? There were two eyewitnesses that we had. It was related to the... Wherever they were sourcing the, the guns from. Big shipments of guns. Uh, I think it's surplus uh, from after the war. But, uh... Yeah, like I said, it was tough to, to, to try and figure out much on that you know what happened to these eyewitnesses no i dropped the case entirely i don't remember their names i don't none of this is written down i mean i'm sure you saw the the report on this rj guy i mean it's a bastardization of what it's set out to be 
Do we have the report on us? What, like, yeah. At the table? I, I want to pull it and kind of... I think it was just weed. Pass it towards him. Yeah. We have, uh... We have him listed here only for drugs. Um... Yeah. So... I'll ask... Did you do the erasing? Or was that someone else? No, the, yeah, they made me. They said... This... See, here's how it shook out. Is that they told me that the department didn't have the funds allocated in order to pay for an investigation of this size and that we had to prune it back and whatever we had now was the only things that we could work on but there was so much potential there we were going to work on getting wiretaps we were going to work on maybe even putting people in undercover it was a good case that case had good bones and they pulled it and they said, bag what you can bag right now. And the only person that we really had bagged was this RJ guy. Can I roll to see if there's any inconsistencies, even about, like, I forgot the names about these two eyewitnesses. Yeah. Roll human intelligence. 52 on an 80. I mean, even thinking in your own head, thinking about eyewitnesses in cases six years ago for you, it's hard for you to do. You know, mm -hmm. you don't think that it's outside of the realm of possibility that he really just does forget the names. Is there anywhere we can get those names of those eyewitnesses? They're not. They don't exist no more. How about a, uh, uh, this trail? This trail you're following on this Chris. Uh, anywhere you remember that leading? Chicago. There was something in Chicago, something in Madison, uh, Wisconsin. Something? I don't know. It's where they were moving stuff, moving into, moving out of. We didn't really get a chance to look into it. We didn't get a lot of cooperation from those departments either, which didn't really help. A uh, shocking lack of support or a little red tape? Red tape. You know, what department wants to throw a ton of men, ton of resources on a case that only ended up getting one guy? I mean, we didn't have a lot in stone, but it had, like I keep saying, it had a lot of bones. Yeah, and... Uh you hear anything about um, RJ in prison, time he did, the fact that he... I show him the report. Wasn't in for long. Yeah. Yeah, that really pissed me off. Like I said, this whole fucking thing was rigged from probably the jump. I don't know what's going on. I don't, I don't have the expendability in my career to dig this shit back up on my end again. But if you guys are looking into it, God bless you. We gave him two names so far, right? We gave him RJ and Sean Gassman. I said Sean. I no, I asked him about. Uh, well, he said Chris Malaki, and I asked about the other the Iadonis. Yeah, Iadonis. What's it? And I said his nickname too, and he didn't. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, Donis Lu Lucas Iadonis. Sar Sergeant, um, are you aware of uh, the death of, of of a Bobby Tillman, by any chance? I heard it on the radio on the way over, like I said, but no, he wasn't. He wasn't involved in this case. I don't think. No women close to these uh, these men in this case. No, not that I remember. Kids, you ever get any uh, pulling out alive? Any that willing to talk to your department? Not from this case, no. All right, look, we spoke on the phone. I understand the lack of interest, the drive, different department. What are you getting paid for? But when we said Ronald Jordan Quinnen, that's when you stopped. 
That's when you chose to come. Why do you think that is? For fun? To be honest, I'm trying to figure that out because... Because this shit really fucking bugs me. Alright? I, I haven't been able to stop thinking about this since the day I got told to fucking can it. So yeah, I got excited when I heard that someone else outside of this shitty department is picking it up. Well, you'd be surprised to know that it fucking bugs us too. That's why we brought you here. Alright? And I'll tell you, it's very possible that the same outcome might come here than what happened to you. And if it's bugging you so much after all these years, you gotta give us something. I don't have... I gave you everything I got. You're Damn. giving us no, dead ends. No, don't, don't fucking play the interrogation shit with... He stands up. Yeah. Don't play that with me. That's not what we're doing. I stay seated. That's not what we're doing. You, you are free to walk out whenever you want. You, we have no dirt on your names. I know you don't. I know you don't. So don't play the I'm not telling you the whole story, okay? Because I didn't really think about it too much, but yeah, maybe I am sticking my neck out being here. Look, I know you're not hiding shit from us. Alright? How old does he look? How old is he? Maybe about like your age. <clears throat> okay, like mid-40s? Yeah. Okay. Maybe like, a little older, like 48? Yeah. Uh, like, I know you're not hiding shit, alright? But you're giving us dead ends, man. That's what's happening. I'm giving you what I got, alright? Because I don't know if it's not apparent now, but the entire case that I mounted was a dead end. That's why I'm so pissed off, Sergeant. You dream about this case? Sometimes. How often do you dream about this case in particular? Not that often. It's not gonna bug you? What more do you want from me? Guys out on the street, you heard about, uh, three child murders? All connected to the guys that are back out on the street. What do you want from me? We got kids dreaming about this case, Sergeant. Some of them are dead now. What are you dreaming about? Look, we're... I gave you what you asked for, I gave you all the information, but... That's it. How's he look? He doesn't look like nerd. he looks like kinda agitated. He can roll human intelligence. Sure. 24. Not an when he talks about that he dreams about the case, it is not panic or fear. It's like anger. So Bobby Tillman didn't ring a bell up until he heard his name on the radio? He wasn't part of the case. Or if he was, he was such a small player that I don't really remember him. Nancy Gossman? Sean Gossman? Uh, I don't know. Gossman, maybe? I don't know. You said something happened in Madison, Wisconsin. You don't remember anything about that? No. Okay. Like I said, I mean, this 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 whole case, I mean, we were only trying, we were only working on it for maybe about a year. Maybe nine months. They were up in yeah. Madison a lot, whoever we were looking into. There were a couple sources, informants over there. There were a couple people moving guns. It was all between Chicago, Madison, Minneapolis, Milwaukee bouncing around in that area. So, the, uh, RJ, did you suspect him to be a big player in this, or was he just the only one that got stuck with charges? He was the starting point. Following into him, seeing who he was interacting with, picking up pieces from that. How'd you get started with him? He was implicated as a drug dealer for this ring that got busted. 
somebody ratted on him? Yes. Just for drugs? Yes. Okay. Okay. And then you got him and did he start talking? No, he kind of clammed up a lot. But we were able to track him back and follow him once we cut him loose after we had him detained for questioning and he interacted with a couple people and I think we took it from there to a couple other people and there were a lot of people working on this case at this time. But, you know, nothing didn't go through me. And at the time of uh, so RJ arrest, were you privy to the entire scope of what was... Go- had you been on to this? Yeah. Bust itself. Drug bust. Yeah. Where'd that go down? Yeah. Minneapolis. Got a location? I don't remember exactly. It was downtown. Warehouse? Apartment building? I think it was a store. Maybe a restaurant? Drug bust in a restaurant? I don't remember. No, this wasn't a drug bust. This was... The whole ring. Yeah, these these predators. That's what I'm asking. Was it running through the restaurant or were these guys just patrons? That happened to be there on that day. That's where the arrest happened. I think they were running out of some... Residential houses. They weren't apartments. But the bust at the restaurant had nothing to... The restaurant itself. No, that wasn't a part of the investigation. Again, I don't think that this RJ fella had much to do with that other than just supplying drugs. We were pretty thorough in that. This guy's from Minneapolis, right? You? Yeah. yeah. He wasn't at the press conference? No. Alright. Look, guys, I gotta... I gotta make my way back there. That's all I got. Alright, well... Just by chance, do you know anybody named Mike McAllister? No. If you guys need me, you got my number. Can I roll human in on that? Sure, go ahead. 91. Can I? Since I asked it? Sure. 21. 21, 21, 21. Yeah, he seems to be telling the truth. Anyway. Thanks, Good. Aldi. Love you, bro. Good luck. Starts walking away. Walks up the steps. He starts walking back down the steps. One more thing. Um, there was someone else who asked about this a couple years ago, near the end of 69. Only other person I've had ask about this other than you four. Um, he was an older guy. Uh, Mud or Flint or something. I can't remember his name. I just thought it was weird. He was oh, the only other one. Officer? No, he said he was a journalist writing something about this. At the end of 69? Yeah. Anything ever come of that? Like an article? or? No, I was keeping my, uh, my eyes out for it and nothing ever came out. And you gave him basically the same information. Were you okay with giving a report of that information? No, I obviously pruned a lot of the stuff, but... Yeah. Can you describe And his? I gave it as an anonymous source. Can you describe describe this guy? Yeah, I met him at a coffee shop in Minneapolis. Uh, older, maybe like late 70s. He was kind of heavyset. Do you have a beard? Yeah. Clay? Clay, Clay, Clay. That was his last name. Yeah, he came around asking questions about it, and I didn't give him as much as I gave you guys, but like I said, I just thought it was weird. He was the only other person who asked about it. Thank you for that. Yeah. Appreciate it. All right. Well, you guys got my number. And he walks out. I, uh... Shit. I head over to the, uh... To our little corkboard there, and I put a big old circle around Dr. Weiss Clay, the principal who originally pointed us to the trailer park. Nice. He was a friend all along. 
Or was he? We well we don't well, know. Well he knew. Really. Yeah. We knew. This motherfucker. Huh? I found him by calling principals, correct? Yes. <laughs> so confirmed, yeah, he was the principal of that school. Yes. Okay. So with new revelations upon new revelations, people of inquiry, possible next steps. That is where we're going to pick up next session. Banger. I'm so happy I looked at the board Thanks for listening to this episode of LFVCU, a Nasty Table production. <laughs>